Hello, friends. Welcome to the ATC Double Cut. I am Micah Woods, and this is a philosophical one because I'm going to talk about a blog post that I wrote this week called, Is Two-Tenths of a Pound of Nitrogen a Little or a Lot? And I think what I will talk about in this episode of the ATC Double Cut will be a little bit more speculative or a little bit more developed than what I wrote in the blog post. In the blog post, I hope that people can read that and infer what I'm getting at or uh, figure out what some of the implications are of that. And in this ATC Double Cut, I'm going to try to just actually explain it and just state it. Um, And I don't think it will be a surprise to anybody, but it's something that I've had a conversation about with many people over the past year or so. And I realized I hadn't really written about it on the blog. And even though I've talked about it in seminars and again, had many personal conversations about little amounts of nitrogen adding up to being a big amount of nitrogen, it's something that uh, I, I think is worth thinking about for any turf manager managing any type of turf. Now, before I jump into that in and discuss that blog post, and look at the ADC website and see what I wrote about that. I want to mention some exciting news about Pace Turf. You can see this at paceturf.org. I want to let you know if you're a Pace Turf subscriber that all of the climate appraisal data is updated. All of the climate appraisal uh, forms for your location are now updated through December of 2022. So an entire new year of data has been added. The previous climate appraisal looked for uh, the past five years from 2017 to 2021. That has now been updated and it now shows data from 2018 through 2022. Now this is a detailed appraisal with all types of calculations. You can find that at the weather tab on the Pace Turf org website. So be sure to check that out. I will send a tweet about that from the Pace Turf account and put an update on the Pace Turf website also. So you can see more details about that. And that's something that can be really useful in maintenance planning for the upcoming season and evaluating what was different about last year compared to some of the recent years as well. Now for the topic for the specific topic of this ATC double cut, it's a blog post I wrote that I have given the title is two tenths of a pound of nitrogen, a lot or a little. And this blog post is, uh, on the asianturfgrass.com website. I will put a direct link to this blog post in the description. And I want to explain why I think this is a philosophical one, but it's one that has a lot of implications. So I start off by writing a pound of nitrogen. That's a substantial amount of N, right? Apply a pound of N in a single application, and that's going to create a lot of growth, way too much growth in most cases, and may lead to some thatch production. Certainly the application of that much N is going to require some grooming and verticutting and sand top dressing in order to keep the turf from getting too puffy. And I think every turf grass manager will know that if you put a pound of nitrogen here, let's just consider we're putting out 
fast-release nitrogen. Although if you put out slow-release nitrogen, it's going to make even more growth over time because the nitrogen supplied is more efficient. So more of it will be used by the grass. So either way, when you apply a pound of nitrogen, you're over the over some period of time, you're going to get a substantial amount of growth. Usually it's way more growth than we would want. And so people think that a pound of nitrogen is, is a lot, I think. I certainly do. And I put an information tab there and I explained what the conversion is to metric. So by a pound of nitrogen, I mean one pound of nitrogen applied per thousand square feet. That is equivalent, very conveniently, to five grams of nitrogen per square meter or 50 kilograms of nitrogen per hectare. And two-tenths of a pound of nitrogen per thousand square feet is thus one gram of nitrogen per square meter or 10 kilograms per hectare. I much prefer the simple units of grams per square meter because we don't have a convoluted figure such as a thousand square feet or 10,000 square meters in the denominator. And we can almost just ignore the denominator and just start talking about one gram, two grams, three grams, four grams, five grams, something like that. That's my preferred unit, but I can translate between them. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, usually without too many mistakes. So I go on to write that two tenths of a pound or one gram that much nitrogen doesn't really register so much. It doesn't, it doesn't make an impact in my mind like a pound of N does. So if I just think of changing the annual nitrogen rate by two-tenths of a pound or changing the annual nitrogen rate up or down by one gram, I don't think of it as a big deal, and I don't think most turfgrass managers think of that as a big deal either. As an example... I looked at the recent article by Shaddix et al., which is the GCSAA's nutrient use survey across the United States. And across all regions of the United States, the average nitrogen supplied to putting greens in the most recent survey, the 2021 survey, was 3.1 pounds of nitrogen per thousand square feet per year, or that's about 16 grams of nitrogen per square meter. Per year. So if we have 3.1 pounds on an annual basis, and if we would change that up or down by one pound, change from 3.1 pounds to 2.1 pounds, I think you'd think, yeah, that's a pretty big difference. That's going to be a, a big difference in nitrogen rate. Or if you go from 3.1 pounds up to 4.1 pounds, you would think that's a big change. That's a 25% a change. But if you just change it by two-tenths of a pound, it seems kind of like a throwaway number. It doesn't, uh, to me, it seems like if we would change by that much, I wouldn't think it's going to have such a big effect on the growth of the grass. If we go from 3.1 pounds and instead of 3.1, we say 2.9, that's almost like a rounding error. It's almost like a, a calibration error. You'd, you'd almost think that 3.1 and 2.9 are equivalent. And that's the same as going down by one gram. So uh, two-tenths of a pound is, is like changing by one gram. Or if you put 3.3 pounds instead of 3.1, it's a, it's a very small difference. That's like saying, um, you know, instead of 16 grams, we, we applied 15 grams last year. 
just changed by one gram. It, it seems like almost nothing. Now, I think that the way that I'm thinking about this and the way that I'm describing it is probably similar to the way that you're thinking about it, which is that a very small amount of nitrogen in a single application, of course, that is substantial. But if we look at it as a, as a change from the annual total, going from 3.1 pounds down to 3 pounds or 2.9 pounds, going from 3.1 pounds up to 3.2 or 3.3 pounds, it's, it's, it's nothing. It, it, it's, it's not a big deal. And, and I wouldn't be so concerned of, of giving advice to a golf course. And somebody said, I put three pounds this year and I wouldn't be like, Oh man, you really, really want to drop that down to 2.9. I, I, I wouldn't talk about such a small change. I might say, I might say, um, well, maybe 2.4 or two pounds would be better. But I'm, I'm talking here about something that to me seems substantial. That's a, for me, that's, that's more than a half a pound. It's, it's 0.6 to, uh, you know, or more pounds that I'm talking about and saying change it by that. And now I'm expecting to see a meaningful difference in the grass. And I, Again, I suppose that most people think about it this way, where tiny amounts of N on an annual basis don't don't really register, but big differences of like a half pound or more, or in this case, we'd be talking about two and a half grams, uh, you know, two or three grams difference on an annual basis, or 20 or 30 kilograms per hectare difference on an annual basis. That does seem to register to me. I'll be interested to hear if you want to send me some feedback. And uh, by the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, you could leave a comment or you could be sure to subscribe and like the video. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. If you are listening to this on a podcast platform, you could be sure to rate the um, rate the podcast if you find this information useful. And if you like, Go to the Asian Turfgrass website where you can find all my contact information and send me a note about whether this makes any sense about this pound of nitrogen or, or two-tenths of a pound of nitrogen if one of them seems like a lot to you or if it seems like a little. Because I'm going to now explain that actually that little bit is really, really important, but I think I've neglected it in my mind, I've, I've downplayed the importance of it over my career. And I suppose all of us have, because it just doesn't, it doesn't seem like so much. If we're applying three pounds per year, and then we, we apply 3.2 pounds, it doesn't seem like it's that much difference. But turf grass is a perennial crop. Because turf grass is a perennial crop, we are growing the same crop next year, or next season, or if we're in a tropical place year round, but we just keep growing it and keep growing it. So if we take that two tenths of a pound and we apply two tenths of a pound more over a five year period, that suddenly becomes a pound. So there are these cumulative effects of increased growth and increased thatch production or vice versa of decreased growth and decreased thatch production that absolutely must occur from every tiny little difference that we make in nitrogen supply.
right? The, the way that this works is if I apply 3.1 pounds of nitrogen, the average amount in the United States, 16 grams of nitrogen per square meter per year, 160 kilograms of nitrogen per hectare per year. That, of course, it counts places like Florida and Southern California, Arizona, Texas, some of the warmer parts of the country, just as it does places like Seattle or Boston or Fargo. So it's, it's the average across the entire country, cool and warm places. If we apply 3.1 pounds, if, if that's the amount that does not create thatch, and that's something that if we, we comply an average amount of sand top dressing and we don't really get so much thatch production, so we don't have to do too much disruptive cultivation work and sand top dressing work to manage it. And if we change that to 3.3 pounds instead of 3.1, or we go to 17 grams of nitrogen instead of 16 grams of nitrogen. In one year, I don't think that makes a big difference. But do that for five years in a row, and all of a sudden we've done the equivalent of putting out an extra pound of nitrogen. And any turfgrass manager knows that if you put out an extra pound of nitrogen that was not necessary, that's going to create a huge amount of growth. In fact, it could create almost an entire season's worth of growth for a place like Chicago, because I've done some calculations and I've looked at how much expected growth we would get, how much expected growth we would get if we had 100% efficiency of nutrient uptake. So if we applied a tiny little bit of extra nitrogen at every application, and if every bit of that nitrogen was taken up, and if the leaves had 4% nitrogen, and if the dried clippings weighed 60 grams dry for every one liter of fresh clippings, if you do that, then for every one pound of nitrogen that gets added, you're going to have about 2.1 liters of clippings per square meter. That's 2,100 milliliters of clippings per square meter. And that is about the amount of annual clippings that I would expect in a from golf course putting greens in a place like Chicago, an entire year's worth of growth. Now that I'm talking about what's happening above ground, but there's also growth happening below ground. Now, if you have an entire year's worth of growth happening above ground that wasn't necessary because of these cumulative effects of adding a little bit too much nitrogen, then you could be having an entire year's worth of growth happening below ground. And that, I think, is one of the reasons why, historically, we tend to have organic matter accumulation issues in the turf grass industry. Now, you always have to apply some sand top dressing. You always have to do some type of cultivation. You have to do some type of grooming of the surface. But I think if we pay really careful attention to what the nitrogen supply is, and make sure that we're not doing any extra nitrogen that's not necessary, then we can reduce some of these cumulative effects and reduce the risk of realizing after five years that over the previous five years, 
we've somehow inadvertently added two tenths of a pound of nitrogen extra per year, which leads to a pound of extra nitrogen. And that's why we have to verticut and top dress so much. So I've seen a lot of excellent results of turf grass that gets verticut and cultivated and top dressed a lot less than I ever would have thought possible. And of course, everybody knows because most, uh, if you're in the US, you probably had some kind of university training for turf grass or some short courses or something. If you're in the other parts of the world, you will have had some apprenticeship, apprenticeship training or some short courses or other types of training. And when we were all taught, I think, whether that was 40 years ago, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, or even five years ago, I think we tended to get taught about nitrogen rates that were normal. And those nitrogen rates that were normal are a little bit higher than what seems necessary to produce uh, high quality turf grass today. Now, part of the reason why we can do lower nitrogen rates today and get even better turf than we did 10 years ago, uh, plant breeding, the, the, a lot of new varieties of grass are able to produce an even better surface with lower nitrogen rates. So that's one thing. If you want to hear an interesting talk about turf breeding and some interesting stories from Dr. Richard Hurley, I'll recommend that you listen to a, one, the first episode of 2023 on Joe Galati's the Talking Greenkeeper podcast, where he talked with Dr. Hurley, who has a, has had a very interesting career, uh, especially with breeding creeping bentgrass varieties. And those varieties, the new varieties of creeping bentgrass, you will get a much better surface with less end than, than you would with a grass like Pencross. So well, uh, with a grass like Pencross, you probably need to apply... Uh, I don't know, 20, 30% more N to get the same type of performance. Um, another reason why we can probably get by with less N today is because people are applying it more efficiently. So by applying nitrogen in lower rates at each application, you increase the efficiency of the uptake. And so you get more, more effect for every unit of nitrogen that's applied. That's another another reason and also the use of plant growth regulators a lot uh, physically causes the grass to grow less and as the grass grows less you can get the equivalent or improved turf grass quality with lower rates of nitrogen so there's been a lot of developments that happen that allow us to get the equivalent quality or improved quality with slightly lower rates of nitrogen. And I think getting that figured out just right can also allow us to minimize the amount of sand top dressing that's required because I just, I, I just don't want to believe that grasses are inherently thatch producers. Um, they, they, they are not thatch producers if they're starving to death. And we need to find somewhere in between because I'm not an advocate for starving grasses to death because that doesn't make a very attractive lawn. It does not make a suitable sporting surface for any kind of sport. And 
that that's not what we want to do. We want to apply enough nitrogen so we get the type of turf grass that we want. But I don't know that we inherently have to accept that just because grass is growing that it's going to produce that. I, I, I want to think that we can keep adjusting the growth rate to the point where only a tiny amount of sand, only, only a little bit of sand top dressing, maybe a little bit of cultivation and spreading the cores across the surface is a way that we can manage thatch and keeping it from getting out of control. And I've seen around the world enough cases where that does seem to be the case that I think this nitrogen thing is, is certainly one to keep in mind because it is the nitrogen that really causes the grass to grow. If you don't put nitrogen, the grass is not going to grow very much and you may actually see thatch go down rather than go up. So that is my philosophical one uh, where I closed by saying what I'm getting at is that every little bit of N is meaningful and a little N can go a long way. And what seems like a little bit of N can over the long term become an amount of N that would contribute to thatch buildup. And I recommended another blog post, which I wrote in April of 2022, I believe. And that is called, What If It Was Never There? And that was answering a question about what happened to the organic matter that was supposed to be accumulating. And I said, well, if, if the organic matter is never produced to begin with, if it was never there, then that's why we're not measuring it in the soil. So I think that's another interesting post that's on a linked type of philosophical uh, topic. Now, if you're measuring clipping volume, if you are measuring clipping volume, you are able to measure what is uh, what the growth is above ground. And if you are measuring the OM246, the total organic material, in the soil. If you are measuring that, then over time, you're able to see what the growth is, what the organic matter accumulation rate is below ground also. So I think um, a lot of ATC's clients who do this type of soil testing work, they're able to really get a detailed uh, grasp, uh, I would say, on what's happening with the turf. So um, yeah, if it, I, I think it's really useful to measure these things. The total organic material, which is OM246, the clipping volume is really useful. That is uh, measuring the above ground plant material as it's mown off. And in addition to that, I recommend measuring or, or keeping track of, and I think most people do, keeping track of how much nitrogen has been applied. And I recommend keeping track of how much sand has been applied. So if you have those four things, that's, that's all you need. It's, it's very, very simple. If you know the total amount of nitrogen that's been applied, if you know the total amount of sand that's been applied, if you know what the above ground growth was, which you get from clipping volume, and if you know the below ground growth, which you can calculate based on a time series of total organic material 
measurements in the soil, the OM246. You put those four things together and you will have control over the organic matter and the thatch and getting, uh, getting the turf just the way you want it for the most number of days in the year in the most efficient way possible. I think you will be able to get a handle on that within a year or two of implementing this type of system. Um, you'll be able to get a handle on this in a way that perhaps you never anticipated being able to do before. So that is a philosophical one. It's one that I, uh, I am not going to talk about it to myself anymore. Maybe sometime I will, I will have a guest on here and we can talk about it and make it even more interesting for you. Um, but uh, if you've had this conversation with me, um, I, I know some of you have, some of you who are watching or listening to this have had this conversation with me. And um, it certainly makes sense when we're talking face to face about it. And I hope uh, me doing a monologue about it also makes sense to people who haven't had this conversation with me before. It's something I would encourage you to think about uh, and think about keeping track of those four things that I just mentioned, annual nitrogen rate, annual sand rate, clipping volume, and OM246. And putting them together, you, you really have a lot of power in being able to adjust just the right things and adjust them in just the right way in order to optimize the turf grass conditions. That's it for this ATC double cut. Thank you all so much for being interested in these topics. I, uh, I never cease to be amazed at how many people around the world are also interested in taking time to, uh, I don't know, push the, push the, cutting edge or uh, how do we say, just keep learning about turf grass. That's, I feel like a perpetual student myself as I keep learning about turf grass. And I know there's a lot of you out there who, who feel the same way. And it's cool to be able to connect like this through this show. So thank you. I will sign off now uh, until I'm back next time with another interesting topic for ATC from Bangkok, Thailand. I am Michael Woods.